Hello, my friends, and happy Wednesday. I seriously can't believe that we are already almost halfway through December. This month has been flying by. And if you didn't know, tomorrow is Hanukkah. Yes, tomorrow is Hanukkah, the best holiday. No, not that much of an important holiday, but a very fun holiday. And I put up an Instagram post yesterday all about Hanukkah and got really incredible feedback. So I figured I would film a short little episode for you to just explain a little bit more about Hanukkah and just what it's like and what it was like growing up as a Jew um, when sometimes our holiday wasn't as much acknowledged as some other holidays. Now, for those of you who don't know, I am Jewish. I am a Jewish woman. I was raised Jewish and I actually had a bat mitzvah when I was in Israel. So typically in the Jewish faith, you go to Hebrew school until you are about age 13. And then when you're 13, you read from a book and suddenly you are a woman. (laughs) Now, as the wise 13-year-old that I somehow was, I said to my mom, you know, mom, I don't think that reading from a book makes me a woman. I only want to have a bat mitzvah if I actually feel like I'm connected to my culture. And so even though I went to Hebrew school for years, at the age of 13, I decided to not have a bat mitzvah. Fast forward to when I'm about 20, you know, 10 years later or so. And I went on Birthright, which is a program that allows Jewish people to visit their homeland of Israel for free, basically. It's an incredible program, and it basically says that we should all have the right to see where we came from, where our ancestors came from, and kind of where our faith evolved. So for this free trip, you can go to Israel for 10 days, learn all about the history, all about the culture. And while I was in Israel... I finally felt connected. I felt connected to the Jewish culture. Not necessarily in a spiritual way, but in a welcoming and prideful way. I finally felt like I understood why these were my people and what drew me to this group. And so I decided at age 20 to have a bat mitzvah in Israel. So when I was 20, I read from the Torah, did my little thing, and then... I officially became a Jewish woman. (laughs) But besides all of that, growing up as a Jewish woman and as a Jew in general was always tricky around the holidays. Now, I'm going to put a little caveat to this and say that I grew up in a very Jewish area. Where I am from is a northern suburb of Chicago. And we were so Jewish, so many people there were Jewish that we actually got Jewish holidays off. Which, I mean, it it makes sense because we get Christmas off, we get Thanksgiving off, but we never get Yom Kippur or Rosh Hashanah or those really important Jewish holidays off. But where I'm from, we did, which is really cool. However, it's still, even though there were still a good amount of Jews, I noticed that around the holiday time, anywhere I'd go, people would say, Merry Christmas, or what do you want from Santa? And they just would assume 
that I celebrated Christmas. And I just wish that they could change their words ever so slightly to be more inclusive. And when people would say Merry Christmas to me, I would say Happy Holidays back to them. And not in a condescending, oh my God, how dare you insult me way, but in a just be careful with your language and be more inclusive because Christmas is an amazing holiday. And trust me, as a kid, oh my God, you guys, I wanted to celebrate it so bad. Like I literally would draw Christmas trees and hang them up in my house because I felt so left out that as a Jewish woman, I couldn't decorate, you know, I didn't do those things. We didn't dress up in school, read books about Hanukkah. It just wasn't talked about. And so as I started to grow up and take on my role as an SLP, I saw the importance of just being honest and open about culture and traditions and know that I don't think that a lot of people choose to ignore Hanukkah or to ignore this time of year for Jews. But I don't think that they realize that with a simple tweak of language, we can be so much more inclusive, right? So with your kiddos, instead of saying, Merry Christmas, what's everyone getting from Santa this year? You can simply say, Happy Holidays, guys. What are some things you're hoping to get this year, right? Just changing that language a little bit. And that also invites kiddos to share about their culture because... I was a confident kid, and I was the kid that would raise my hand in class and go, Miss Miss Julie, Miss Julson, Miss Julson, I don't celebrate Christmas. I celebrate Hanukkah, <laughs> right? But there are certain kids that don't have that confidence, and until they're invited to feel safe and supported, they're maybe not going to volunteer that information. Now, for those of you that want to teach or learn more about Hanukkah, I'll say that it is tricky finding materials that are child-friendly and related to Hanukkah because, as I shared in my Instagram post, Hanukkah is not actually that big of a deal. Hanukkah has been commercialized so much so because it falls around the same time, typically, of Christmas every year. And while Hanukkah is a miracle... And I'm about to get into that story, so hold on. There's other holidays in the Jewish religion that are way more important. And those are called High Holy Days. Those are days like Yom Kippur or Rosh Hashanah. Those are holidays that typically fall in the fall, (laughs) in September, October. And they are the Jewish New Year. They are when we repent for our sins, when we set new goals. Those are really important holidays to us. That's like, I don't know, Easter. I I guess I don't know what the most important Christian faith-based holiday is. I just assume Christmas again. But Christmas, Easter, those are very important. You get time off, right? I think that we should get time off for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur because those are days where typically Jews end up fasting the whole day to really be present, think about their sins, make goals, and move forward. So those are really important holidays, and they're not really talked about. But Hanukkah is, and Hanukkah is not as important. However, I still think it's important to share with kiddos about the history of Hanukkah and what its purpose is. 
Now, if you want a little bit more of an explanation with some visuals, make sure you head over to my Instagram. I put up a post that is all about Hanukkah, and I put a little bit on each slide to explain some more. So, let's talk about Hanukkah. What the heck does Hanukkah even celebrate? So, years and years ago in Jerusalem, in the 160s BC, the Jews, the Jewish people, had a Greek king named Antiochus. And Antiochus said that you have to worship the Greek gods in your temple. The Jewish people in their synagogues, instead of being able to pray to their god, were forced to pray to Greek gods. Now, the Jewish people did not like that. They did not like that they were forced to hide their faith and do other things. And so they revolted. A group of Jewish people came together and they were called the Maccabees. And this was an army of Jewish people. The Maccabees revolted and reclaimed their temple and rebuilt the altar. And that's kind of where the story of Hanukkah starts. Because when the Jewish people were rebuilding the altar, part of that rebuilding was to light the menorah. And the menorah is basically a structure that holds candles, helps provide light. And when the Jews went to rebuild their altar, they only had enough oil for one candle for one night. So they lit it. But a miracle happened, and that oil burned for eight days and eight nights. And so we celebrate Hanukkah for eight days and eight nights because it was a miracle that the oil was able to last that long for the Jewish people to provide them light and energy and a source of support. Now on Hanukkah, as I shared, it's not the most important holiday, but there are a lot of customs and traditions that go along with it. So Hanukkah starts tomorrow and it will start at sundown tomorrow. What will happen at sundown is I will take out my menorah and my candles. And we light one candle every night to simplify or signify that it's a new night of Hanukkah. Now, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but in Hebrew, when you read, you read backwards. So when you open a book for Hebrew, you read from right to left. So when you're placing the candles in the menorah, you place them right to left. However, when you light them, you light them left to right to signify a new day. Kind of confusing. And the only candle that is lit is the shamash. The shamash is the helper candle. And this is the candle that we light first, and that then lights all the other candles. And then it usually stands in the middle. So the menorah itself actually contains nine candles because the shamash is the helper candle. A little bit tricky, right? So after we light the menorah, we say a little prayer. And I mean, I love the Jewish language. I think Hebrew is so beautiful. So I'm just going to share with you guys the prayer that we say when we light the menorah. So we light the shamash, we're holding it, and we say, And we say it and light the candle. 
Then we have some fun. We drink a little bit, we eat some latkes, potato pancakes, and we play some dreidel. Dreidel is a game that you might have seen before. And it's basically a little like plastic or wooden spinning top. And on each side of the top, there's a different Hebrew letter that signifies something. Now, dreidel is a betting game. So when you spin the dreidel, whatever um, letter it lands on signifies how much money you give, how much money you take, and things like that. Now, the money that you play with during the game is not actual money. It's called gelt or chocolate candy. Gelt is amazing. Um, They're literally little chocolate coins. I brought them to the schools last year when I worked there, and the kids were so funny when I showed them what gelt was. I went in the classrooms, and I held it up, and I was like, guys, does anybody know what this is? And I had his first grader raise his hand and go, that's pirate booty. Because <laughs> they're little gold coins. And I was like, that's actually a very funny point. But no, they are gelt. They're Jewish chocolate candies. So <laughs> they're not pirate booty if you see them in the stores. They are gelt. So basically, we light the candles. We play menorah. Or sorry, we play dreidel. And then we typically exchange gifts. Now, This has been the part that's become very westernized, very commercialized, is exchanging gifts. You know, years ago, when the Maccabees were fighting, they weren't giving each other gifts every night. But I think because Christmas is such a gift-giving holiday, the Jews have kind of changed Hanukkah into that too. So typically, we give a few gifts. Now, as a kid... I got a gift every night, which was amazing. And usually the last night was the biggest gift, which was super fun. Now, as an adult, I have a few gifts for my boyfriend, for my family, things like that. But it's not an every night kind of thing. And lastly, I think the most important thing also to know about Hanukkah is that it's actually at a different time every year. So Hanukkah is based on the Hebrew calendar. And the Hebrew calendar follows a lunar cycle, so the cycle of the moon. So it's different every year. So while Hanukkah is on the same day on the Hebrew calendar, it ends up falling on a different day in our typical Gregorian calendar that we use. So every year it ends up being between November and December usually. As I shared this year, it's starting tomorrow, Thursday, December 10th, and it'll be eight nights. So I I don't exactly know when that ends, but sometime next week. Now here's my task for you, SLPs, therapists, parents. Listen to this and just take it in and see if this week you can either share a little bit about Hanukkah or maybe change your language about talking about the holidays in general making it a more inclusive space. I know there's even other holidays that I have not learned about or experienced, and I would love to. I think my favorite part about living abroad was experiencing and accepting all different kinds of new cultures and traditions. And I wish we had that welcoming sense of culture and tradition here in the U.S. We don't as much. I feel like we force people to be so westernized and 
it's really nice to just take a step back and learn about what people do. So this week, I challenge you to do that. And I also challenge you to stay on top of my Instagram because I'm going to be posting a few books, resources, or things that you can share with your littles. You can share with your kiddos to help them and help them learn about Hanukkah and other traditions. As always, if you have any questions about this, my DMs are wide open. DM me, shoot me an email at speechwithrach at gmail.com. Let me know what you're curious about, whether it relates to Hanukkah or something else. I am always looking for more podcast topics, and I love using questions that come from you guys. So, I will end with the Hebrew word or Hebrew term for happy holidays, which is Chag Sameach. So Chag Sameach, happy Hanukkah. And I will talk to you guys next week.